Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Nine new movies. That's right. Not one, not two, not three, not four. We're Nine. More, we're talking about more movies than the Heat. We're going to win championships. That's correct. And maybe more than uh, the Cavaliers will win games next season. Ha-ha. Yeah. Man, they're on bad, in. aren't they? Huh? They're bad, aren't Terrifically they? Terrifically bad. <laughs> uh, welcome on in. It's the Movie Zone. He's Adrian Lizer. Hey, Austin. And I'm Austin Horton. Uh, real quick, by way of thank you, guys and dolls, rousing success. I was going to say, first thing first on the show today is a congratulations to you and the cast, both um, Valentine and Revere. Revere, uh, but mostly Valentine. <laughs> um, congratulations on finishing Thanks. the show. It's, it is just the leads that changed out each day. So it was eight people, four in Valentine, four in Revere. And then the rest of everyone was there every single Really? Time. Wow, good for that. Well, okay, so kudos to the the real folk in the show. Honestly. Most of the people you guys that we took had, days off. Most of the people we interviewed here on this show, on mm-hmm. the movie zone, they're the reason the show was so right. good. Well awesome. I'm, I'm And Margot, uh her doctor's advised her to not go because her counts are so low, but she uh-huh. said, I'm going. That's so awesome. She came to closing night, had a beautiful, beautiful moment and just thanks to everyone that came out and supported or thought about or donated or whatever. Just listened to the movie zone as we talked about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome, man. Uh, it's sad. How did it feel to uh, sad that it's over. start and finish a show again? As Did, it, you get, did it give you the bug? Like the, the itch? Yeah. You got the itch? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's whenever you feel, whenever you spend five plus months, four or five days a week with right. a group of people... And then it's in cause of supporting someone who needs support more than they'll ever need it or have needed it. You bond. Yeah. And then it ends so abruptly. And it's, a, it's akin to a lot of things like sports. We're on a sports station. You know, how many teams have you been on through the course of your life that you spend so much time together and then the season's over? Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, what do Hopefully I do now? I'll see you again. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, so it's almost like you're saying goodbye to a friend that's moving across the halfway across the world, and yeah, you got Facebook and all that. But yeah. You wonder when it will be the next time. So it's bittersweet, but it was. I'm grateful to my wife for allowing me to do this, and by allowing me, I mean I don't mean that she said yes or no, right? But she stayed home with the baby while I went to work all day, then to rehearsal all night, and then so heroes all around. So thank you, thank you. We do have nine movies to talk about this Oh, week. my goodness. There will be some of those in the Movie Zone phone as we dial out to that yeah. moment. Others we'll just mention briefly. New Pixar movie, and that's the main focus this week. You've seen it. Yes, I You'll have. give us a full review. But before we go any further, who did what? Who did what at the box office? Uh, the Invisible Man did what? Austin made $28 million. Okay. Good. good for a horror movie. That's yeah. not it, yeah. you know? And uh, then, you know, just Sonic and Call of the Wild brought up the rear and a few more millions for them. All right. So yeah. it's a bit of a, I mean, it's March. That's It's March, yeah. Wait till we get here into April. Although now that there's a Pixar movie that's coming out, it might be the start of things. It always, Pixar always opens really strong too. So 
for good reason. They've earned every bit of strong opening weekends. So, um, uh, but your uh, year to date still the gentleman, Birds of Prey, Doolittle, Sonic the Hedgehog, and number one, Bad Boys for Life. Okay. <laughs> uh, later this month, we've got things like uh, the Hunt that's getting a lot of oh yeah controversial uh, talk. So therefore, it's going to have a lot of people to yep. go see it. Quiet Place Part Two will come out later in March. Uh, and I know you're really excited for the Braveheart 25th anniversary. I am. Uh, I've been looking forward to that for a long time. I've got my kilt ready. Uh-huh. Um, and then at the end, the final weekend of March, Mulan will come out. Yes. So the middle to late March, that's when things are going to really pick up and get going here uh, for the, the box office. All right. Uh, that being said, we got a poll question coming out that uh, or has it has come out and we'll talk about it in segment two but before we launch that let's call out to the movie's own phone let's do it and talk about at least five of this week's new offering at megaplex theaters hello and welcome to movie zone phone for the larry h miller megaplex theaters for popular movies and showtimes please press one for frozen two Please press 1. For Sonic the Hedgehog, please press 2. For Onward, please press 3. You've selected Onward, starring Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Octavia Spencer, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, go on a journey to discover there is still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father, who died when they were too young to remember him. Onward is rated PG and earned a 7.4 out of 10 from IMDB.com and an 85% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit MegaplexTheaters.com. Okay, it's Pixar. It's Disney Pixar. It's Chris Pratt. It's Tom Holland. It's uh, Octavia Spencer, Julie Lou Dreyfus, as you just heard. It can't be all bad, but from my outsider view, it looks like it can't be all that good either. But you've seen it. What did you think? I did see Onward, and my I don't want to ruin too much, but my first inkling was... Uh, I got out of it. It's good, by the way. I I'd, I'd say it's good. More uh, good than bad. More. Oh yeah, way more okay. good than bad. Um, so I'm I'm suffering from traileritis. Yes, okay. I I probably put it squarely kind of, for me in the middle of Pixar films. Like it'll it's not going to reach you know, um, the Finding Nemo's, the Coco's, the Toy Stories of the world, like the monster. It's not going to reach the top of the list of Pixar movies. Um, I came out of it thinking that it was the kind of the the Pixar version of Frozen a little bit, whereas Frozen's about um, sisterhood and Onward is about brotherhood, which is great. All right, it's a it's a story all about brotherhood and two brothers who uh, you know they're you've seen the trailer. Their dad is no longer with them, and they're trying to figure out. They're going on an adventure, a quest to. Uh, to do something I, mean, I won't give you that away but well, um, it's in the trailer too yeah but uh my favorite part also really it it it's it's funny they have the same you know the pixar gags things like that to kind of make jokes at the modern world basically the story is magic used to exist and then uh it kind of fades out and the real world comes up through it but all the people still or all the the, the real world is the fantasy creatures are the ones who live in the real world right they drive cars right they drive cars they do all that and uh it's an interesting idea yeah it is an interesting idea and for the like 
Dungeons and Dragons nerds out there like myself, uh, there's a lot of that in it, which is really fun. I thought that part was the most fun for me personally and for adults who kind of have a loose understanding of that. You'll you'll enjoy that. Um, okay. Otherwise, you know, t- it, it's good. I don't want to talk too much about what's in the plot, but uh, Chris Pratt is hilarious. Couldn't really miss on that one at all, you know. And yeah. uh, Tom Holland, he uh, he did a good job in his role, and you know, it, it's good. I, it's it's heartwarming, and it kind of it checks all the Pixar boxes, really. And directed and screenplay written by Dan Scanlon. Who wrote and directed Monsters Inc., or rather, I think actually Monsters University, uh, Cars, the original Cars. So he's a funny guy. He's got a, he's got a comedic mind. The guy that wrote this thing yeah. and directed it. So I'm not shocked to hear that it's funny and delivers in that way. Yeah. But would you say it's the best? You, you said it would not be among the best of Pixar. No, it's for me. It's squarely in the middle. Okay. It's better than Cars Three. Better than the Good Dinosaur. You know, it's it's just kind of. You, you throw it on the list of Pixar, and you'll enjoy it. You'll come out of it, and uh, that's pretty much it. I would, it, it's, it may win an Oscar for Best Animated Feature because that's just what they do. Although, Is it better than Brave? Uh, it's around there. Okay. I, would, I would put it around Brave. Like kind of in the middle. So Incredibles 2, yeah. Brave, Ratatouille. Well, Ratatouille is in my <laughs> top five, but that's always the argument, too. And people seem to like it, and... Uh, uh, What's interesting to me is Pixar already has another movie coming out soon, yeah. and so I'm, that one that looks one really looks good, and that one is it Soul? Is that what it's yeah. called? Mm-hmm. That one really, when you watch that, you're like, oh man, that looks like it's going to be fabulous. Yes. Whereas Onward's really good. I suggest going, but like you're not good for me. I would love to hear everyone's opinion because I would just kind of put it in the middle. So my 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 takeaway from your review is that Onward is a fun. Night at the movies or day at yeah. the movies where you get some Pixar, some Pixar sentimental moments, but mostly it's a comedy. Whereas Soul that's coming out later this year will give you the Pixar tear jerking moments. Yeah, that's, more so that's than kind of what I'm, but I don't know, but I haven't seen Soul obviously, right, but yeah. it, it kind of looks that way. You know what I mean? Especially with a movie called Soul, about a person looking for their soul. Boop. That's, right. that's the heavy Pixar. So, so to be fair, Onward is Toy Story 1 and Soul is more Toy Story 4. Sure. One makes you ball yeah. your yeah. eyes out, feel good. The other makes you just laugh about a buddy adventure, right. like Toy Story right. One was. But it, you know, there's a lot of fun. Like, um, like it's kind of like you know, like Pegasus horses. You know, okay, like like majestic unicorns or Pegasus. In this, they have wings and horns, so I guess they're winged well, unicorn. unicorn. Yeah, but they have <laughs> wings, so it's not a unicorn. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. But anyway, you know, majestic creature we think about in mythology. That would be a Pegasus then. Yeah, I guess. Did Pegasus always have horns? I don't know. I just think... The, Is there in, a Greek mythologist out there? In Hercules, Is that it, a Greek mythology? I don't know. In Hercules, he didn't have one, if you remember. That's right. But anyway, they kind of, as magic has disappeared, they've kind of turned into like raccoons a little bit. Like they go through the trash and everything. So it's things like that that's kind of funny. Like you think, oh, that's, that's a modern take on like... A raccoon going through my garbage, <laughs> you know. So it's it's funny. So onward, uh, Adrian, you recommend it? Yeah, I recommend. It. Go take your family. And it's a Disney Pixar, yeah, so I absolutely literally you can't go wrong. It. Usually, unless it's the Good Dinosaur, but I think they learned from that. Yeah, I, little kids like the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. All right, that brings us to our poll question that we'll get your responses to in segment two coming up. Name your favorite movie or movies that involve siblings or familial journeys. 
at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, at Zone Sports Net. I think that's a that's a great great poll question there, Austin. It was from your brain. I didn't word it that way. Through my words. Through your words, yes. <laughs> All right. Your favorite movie involving siblings or familial journeys. All right. Let's cook along here. We got at least four more new movies to talk about. Showtimes, please press one. For Fantasy Island, please press one. For Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, please press two. For Emma, please press three. You've selected Emma, starring Anya Taylor Joy, Johnny Flynn, and Tanya Reynolds. For plot description, please say, Tell me more. Tell me more. Following the antics of a young woman, Emma Woodhouse, who lives in Georgian and Regency era England, and occupies herself with matchmaking in sometimes misguided, often meddlesome fashion in the lives of her friends and family. Emma is rated PG and earned an 85% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. Emma, period. People forget the period in the title of this movie. Uh, It's Jane Austen, but it's Jane Austen comedy? Question mark? It's more of an irreverent. It's not your pride and prejudice. It's not your sense and sensibility. It is definitely more. Uh, what's the what's the the importance of being earnest? Ah, yeah. By uh, what's his face? Whoever <laughs> wrote that? Yeah. That that's a comedy from a typical, uh, typically a drama liter- literary uh, author. And here it is now being portrayed. I think for what the fiftieth time on the big screen. But I'll be honest. If you are into Jane Austen comedies, or if you like Pride and Prejudice or Sense and Sensibility and you like all those types of movies, you will enjoy Emma. It's getting strong, strong, strong reviews. uh, And uh, I think that if you're into that uh, genre, you'll have a good time at this movie. If you're not, don't go to this movie. Yeah, Jane Austen, uh, they still, like you said, they still make movies based on her books and they still do well. She's not with us anymore, right? <laughs> uh, I don't. I believe she wrote one book in the year eighteen eleven. Was when Sense and Sensibility was written. So I would hope that she's not with us. That, wait, she's written more. She wrote this, did she not? She did. But yeah. I'm saying that's when that book came out. Was oh. the year eighteen and eleven <laughs> and eleven? Yes, <laughs> in the year of, in the year of our Lord eighteen eleven eighteen hundred eleven. Um, yes, one thousand eight hundred eleven. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jane Austen's books still hold up. We still read them in school. Pride and Prejudice. Or is uh, about as classic a story as everyone knows. Who doesn't love themselves, Mister Darcy? Me, you. Uh, but uh, yeah, this I'm with you. If it's you look for a night out, if you know what you're going to see, you'll like it probably. Yep. All right, dial back out. Movie Zone phone. Three more movies. theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Parasite, please press 1. For Joker, please press 2. For Greed, please press 3. You've selected Greed, starring Steve Coogan and Isla Fisher. For plot description, please say tell me more. 
Tell me more. Great tells the story of a self-made British billionaire, Sir Richard McCready, whose retail empire is in crisis. For 30 years, he's ruled the world of retail fashion, bringing the high street to the catwalk and the catwalk to the high street. But after damaging public inquiry, his image is tarnished. To save his reputation, he decides to bounce back with a highly publicized and extravagant party celebrating his 60th birthday on the Greek island of Makinos. Greed is rated R and earned a 5.9 out of 10 rating from imdb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. Do you like Steve Coogan? Co- Steve Coogan? Uh, sometimes. Do you like Isla Fisher? Yes. Do you care for uh, Asa Butterfield? Uh, yeah, I like. I, I think he's funny. He's got a show on Netflix right now that's uh, very adult themed, but very yep. good. That's this movie. All right. Look, it's a Steve Coogan movie. Yeah. This is not going to be one that you take your grandma to. This is one that you take your buddies for a guy's night out or a gal's night out at the movies where you forget that you're supposed to be mature adults for two and a half hours or sorry two and a half an hour and a half or however long it is and uh laugh at things that you wouldn't normally probably talk about or laugh about i don't have any interest in seeing this movie i've never really been a steve coogan fan Mm -hmm. i think that he stoops to low comedy like he stoops to the uh the most irreverent thing you can think of to try and grab a laugh off the bottom of the barrel that's not my type of comedy but if it's yours, and you've enjoyed his other movies, you'll probably like Greed. It's a don't go for me, but if you're into his movies, you'll like it. Yeah, I, I would say that's an accurate way to describe this. And um, that basically, the tagline is a satire on the world of the super rich. That's what it says on this site. And uh, satires are hard. If you do them well, they're funny. And if you flop, it's real uncomfortable and real bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. So that's so like, good luck. Go at your own risk because it could be hilarious. You might find it hilarious. You might find it awful. Well, we've had a Pixar Disney comedy. Uh, we've had a Jane Austen comedy. We've had a Steve Coogan comedy. Let's finish up with a couple tear jerkers here on the movies on phone. Your guy, Liam Neeson. He will soon be starring in what? What did we come up with? Oh, the Alaskan <laughs> wilderness winter. creature, Death Winters, Death Winter. Yes, yeah. where he outruns the Sasquatch or whatever you yes. described last week. If you missed it, go back to the podcast for last. What week's do you think edition. if we add the Northern Lights to it, like to make it really? Cr- it, 
it only comes out when the north when during the aurora borealis as long as the northern lights is a name of a bar that the sasquatch lives underneath the sasquatch yeah uh all right ordinary love as you heard there this is a heavy 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 movie this is a real movie for a lot of people this is a liam that yep mm-hmm. who lost his wife right not i'm not to, sure how she passed away cancer. but still i'm sure he as an actor well she hit a tree skiing yeah i'm sure he had to go into a place to that he probably didn't want to go very much so <laughs> it, it that is what this movie is you you will probably feel closer and tighter knit to your family and loved ones but you're not gonna come out of this feeling uh happy you're gonna come out of this feeling real life and for me i go to the movies to feel happy to escape real life but if you're into dramas and you're into seeing things like that play out you'll like this movie a lot yeah it's a it's a movie that's like you say it's not really an escape from life movie it's a see life on the screen movie and something that so many people have to go through you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh, this is one of those things that so many couples have to go through is a diagnosis of some kind that makes you know makes the the journey more difficult and so that's that's the kind of movie you're getting here yep and uh, if you're into those dramas then this might be your movie all right one more movie on the movie zone phone for this week Tell me more. A widowed former basketball all-star lost family foundation in a struggle with addiction and attempts to come back by becoming the coach of a disparate, ethnically mixed high school basketball team at his alma mater. The Way Back is rated R and earned a 73% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. This this can't possibly be good. The Ben Affleck... Uh, college basketball, or not college basketball, but basketball coach that's dealing with alcoholism in a mixed race high school that was his alma mater. This doesn't, this can't be good, right, Adrian? It might be. It, well, how? I don't know. Basketball <laughs> movies are, high school basketball movies are generally pretty popular. You know, you got Coach Carter. That kind of seems like something that this would be in the same ilk as. And um, a person finding, finding, what's the word I'm looking for? Redemption? Redemption through coaching? Why not? Could be good. Are you saying that there's no way it could be good because it's Ben Affleck? I'm saying there's no way it could be good because there's only Ben Affleck in this movie, which tells me they threw a gazillion dollars uh-huh, at him uh-huh, uh-huh. because they knew the movie would not sell you without right a big time that. name and face, and therefore I don't think it's going to be that great. That is a good point, that he's pretty much the only person I've heard of in this movie, so... Now, Gavin O'Connor, the director, he also, uh, you remember the movie Warrior. He did that. He did The Accountant with Ben Affleck. So, and Miracle. He, was, he worked on Miracle. Okay. So he's got some good movies to his name. This just looks like a absolute $5 Tuesday crapshoot for me. Yeah. I, it has that opportunity to be super over dramatic. 
It could be good. It could you could come out of that and be like, wow, that was over dramatic. Yeah. So, uh, and then a couple more movies that are coming out: Helen Mirren in Anne Frank Parallel Stories, kind okay. of a mix of documentary and uh, reenactment of uh, Anne Frank's life. She's turning ninety, or she would have. Sorry, she would have turned ninety wow. this month, I believe. Beneath Us, uh, a horror film that reminds me. Uh, it looks like a ripoff of Get Out. Honestly. Uh, it's about a, a woman and a man who hire uh, undocumented workers to build houses for them, and then it turns into a horror situation uh, for those workers. Uh. The Lodge, another horror film that I know absolutely nothing about because I'm not interested in horror films. So there you go. That's the full slate of new movies this week at Megaplex Theaters. Check it out at megaplextheaters.com. Man, there's a lot out there. Yep. This is the week to go see something new. Yeah. And fresh. All right. uh, Coming up on the other side, we'll get out to our poll question responses at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer on Twitter. Name us your favorite movies that involve siblings or familial journeys. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, at Zone Sports Net. Coming up next here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Segment two of the Movie Zone. Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser here with you. Soundtrack of the week. Adrian, good pick. Thank you. We're going with Coco today. Which, what's your, is this your favorite song from Coco or do you like another one better? I like them all. I think he does a really good job. And uh, I think it was cool that... Um, I, I listened to a podcast once with the people. The I think it's the same people who wrote the songs for Frozen One, uh, wrote the music in this, but I don't huh. quote me on that. But anyway, uh, the Remember Me song, obviously, they have it performed three separate ways in the movie to elicit three different emotions. So it's cool and, how they did that. Each one of them, and they nailed brilliant. it all. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So which which of the three remember me's do you prefer i don't know i mean the, the grandma that's really sad at the end as a dad of the, a daughter i have a hard time with the slow yeah the slow one, one yeah because it's like melting me yep. down to a, a puddle yep. so all right so you go soundtrack of the week why because pixar and disney's onward is in Me- uh, megaplex theaters now make sure you go check it out our friend uh aaron sent in a short little review said that the second time that he saw it was a lot better than the first time and the first time was a lot of fun to begin with okay cool so this is a this is a definitely a another pixar success yeah like we talked about it's a it's a good pixar movie and you'll get what you like it's pixar's one of those uh movie makers austin where you just know that it's not going to be bad when you go in they yeah. just they know how to make a movie you don't have to worry about right. it right uh, that brings us to our poll question of the week. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, at Zone Sportsnet on Twitter. Your favorite movies that involve siblings or familial journeys? Uh, interesting idea that you had, and yes. I'm excited to see these uh, responses. Our guy Steven Surprise comes in with The Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. That is definitely a familial journey, to say the least. That's a tough one to watch. And I know one of Will Smith's rare good movies. Easy. I like Will Smith a lot. I hey, I never said I didn't like Will Smith. He just doesn't make a lot of good movies. Okay, fine. <laughs> but look, you're I, talking to a guy. I enjoy watching me some Wild Wild West. So just <laughs> uh, and I know there was a lot of uh, 
they didn't go completely with the full 100% truth about the guy, the guy, uh, what, what the name of the guy that he portrayed? I forgot his name. He had a lot of other issues, including yeah. uh, physical abuse of his family, but it's not like they tried to hide it either. Mm-hmm. But so I just, some people have a problem with that movie because of that. And it's a good movie. Yeah. It really is. Uh, our friend uh, Brianna Barker says if Ferris Bueller isn't the answer here, then I don't know what is. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's because Day of off. his rivalry with his sister. Yeah. And then trying to, yeah, yeah, dupe his mom and dad yep. into thinking he's just sweet little sick Ferris. Exactly. I like that. Lundy, Alex Lundberg, producer here at The Zone, says, Star Wars. That's, yeah, for sure. Every bit of that. It's yeah. a space opera about family. Yes, exactly. Um, Roger Cook says, The Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> I love The Swiss Family Robinson. We used to watch that movie and then go play Swiss Family Robinson in the backyard. Fun times. Matt. Sanchez says, A Quiet Place, Back to the Future, Knives Out, There Will Be Blood, The Godfather, and then in all caps with two exclamation points, Warrior, which we mentioned in uh, the first segment today yes. as well. Warrior's good. Uh, our guy, uh, um, Run Forest Run, or Austin. Austin. Frankum, our soldier. Yep. Uh, he says, Not gonna lie, but The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan was really good. I that, agree. I love that movie. That's a movie that my family, we watched so many times when we were younger. Um because it's just we just thought it was so good, and Lindsay Lohan was really funny in that movie. She made it good. That was really good. And uh, harkening back to the first segment, Dennis today, Quaid, right? He, but the the woman that played their mother was Liam Neeson's wife. Yes, who unfortunately uh, yes. passed away. We talked about her wow. last segment. Worlds collide, but yeah, yeah that's a, that movie was well done. I always think of them piercing the ears with the orange, and, and the I the, don't like that part. The hot the hot needle. I don't like that part. Yeah, no. I like the the relationship between the butler and the nanny. Yes. That's yes, always that good. good. Jedi Knight Rider, Ryder Waldron says, Star Wars and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Blair says, The Outsiders. You ever read The Outsiders? Yes. Or, or watched the movie? Required I've read reading. it. I've never watched the movie. Yeah. But definitely about a familial sibling journey. Uh, Aaron, with a couple we haven't heard yet, The Patriot. Okay. Definitely. They got a lot of things historically wrong in that movie, but it's a movie. And it's fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, has there been a movie that's been 100% historically accurate ever made? Yeah, Dunstan checks in. Oh, well, okay. Was that a historical story? And The Sandlot. Oh, again, was that a historical story? And Dumb and Dumber. Well. And Shawshank They weren't even in Aspen. They were in <laughs> Utah, so. No, they, no, the part in Aspen I don't think was in Utah, was it? Ah, it doesn't matter. We'll have to get Lee Stedman, our yeah. guy that's putting together the reunion show. Uh, he also said Back to the Future. Okay, I like and, the Patriot though. Not you know, not it's just a not a lot of movies are made about the Revolutionary War. It's a good movie, and kind of like we talk about World War One. There's not a lot of movies made about it. Not a lot, a lot of reg- Revolutionary War movies, unless I can't think of them. But Paul Thurston says Goonies. Okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Mutant Ninja Turtles, Bird Box, Laugh, and Star Wars. I like those answers, Paul. Bird Box, literally a familiar journey where they. Just get on a boat and float down a river. Blindfolded. Uh, uh, Miles Taylor <laughs> says Disney's double teamed. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Now twins. streaming on Disney+. Plus. Aha. Made right here in the grand state of Utah. like that movie. It was... There was a DCOM. That was the Friday night, man. That's all... You, that, that was that was good childhood. When DC... Do you remember Brink? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Who doesn't remember Brink? Cinematic brilliance. Yes. Uh, Ryan... 
Uh, Kasparian says, does the crudes count? Yes, it does. Yes, that would Absolutely. be a familial journey. A underrated but not great movie. Can they be the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, they can. You know, because it's, it was better than it was thought of, but it wasn't great. It's right. one of those Pixar, or not Pixar, uh, DreamWorks movies that never really got off the ground. Yeah. They can't all be How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not as big on How to Train Your Dragon as you are, but. Well, he reminds me of my dog. Kung so. Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda, great. Kung Fu Love Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Richard says, Twins. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> Just hey, an awful movie. That's classic Danny DeVito and Arnold. Yeah. It's Get bad, it? Bad they are not twins, <laughs> really. Uh, Bobby says, the Bash Brothers from D2. They yes. count, right? Yes. yes. I love the Bash Brothers. Fulton and uh, I don't remember the other guy's name. He played Mush in Newsies. Yeah. I know yes. that. <laughs> uh, DeMarcus says, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Does Kill Bill count? Sure. I like those answers, yeah. Uh, you already read Miles, double teamed. Dan... Holiday with Homeward Bound. All right. Hey, the incredible the journey. Pets are pets are family. Okay. And the siblings, they each yeah. owned one of the pets. Uh, in Elway We Trust says Vegas and Christmas Vacations. Terrific. Those are definitely family movies. Although maybe don't watch it with the full family. Maybe, maybe unedited. Not. Maybe not. Dean says A River Runs Through It. One of the most boring, awfully slow movies ever made and i own it and i watch it frequently really? and i don't know why because it's just beautiful it's it's a wonderful story it's a beautiful connection to family and siblings and father relationships bradley pitt's in it sure uh, and the other guy that played his brother <laughs> craig, he is craig sheffer i don't remember uh but it's just about fly fishing and brothers and their relationship with their preacher father and how fly fishing and religion and it's so boring and so slow and yet it's heartwarming and I own it and I watch it. Similar to Onward. Two brothers. Hopefully Onward's not boring. No, no, but okay. two brothers, their father's influence on their lives. They're not, fishing. They're not fly fishing, oh, but no. they're driving their van around. Yeah, and these guys are just standing in a river. One's a hellraiser, one's a scholar. You guess which one wrote the book. How many copies <laughs> of A River Runs Through It do you have? Uh, the DVD one. Okay. Just, that's one of those that I only own once. Wow, that's a miracle. Uh, Yacht Talk, our guy Jake. Hey, says, I know him. Coco, as we talked about. Coco. Coco's good. I mean, exactly a familial journey. Yes. As he visits his dead family. Okay. Spoiler alert. And then he also says The Incredibles for his kids. RC says The Three Ninjas. That like Tum Tum. I haven't seen three. Rocky. Obviously, I haven't the other one. Seen three ninjas in about a hundred years, but I just remember loving that movie. Rocky when loves I was young. Emily. What was the third ninja's name? There was Rocky Tum Tum. What was the I middle kid? I couldn't tell you. Mitchell. <laughs> and they made like how many movies? Like three or four of them. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm sure those kids are selling insurance somewhere now. Speaking of Guthrie Insurance, comes in with <laughs> vacation. Is there any better? <laughs> That's uh, why you're a pro, Austin. You have the transition down. And then Jason Lund with Uncle Buck, <laughs> which a is one. a terrific answer. Mm -hmm. Thanks for playing along. The Movie Zone is a fun show to do and host. It's even more fun with the Movie Zone poll question of the week. Yes, please subscribe. Yes, please subscribe to our... Uh, yes, your mother subscribes <laughs> to the Movie Zone. She, she, she calls me Anthony. She calls me Anthony. <laughs> great way. Great way to go. Um <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but yes, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We would actually truly appreciate it. Yes, indeed. We've done this show for almost five years. We want to do it for another 50. How has it been five years? It's almost five. I, but like, how has it been four years? Yeah. Do you feel like you've done anything with your life? No, literally not. I'm still sitting in the same chair every Thursday, well, Saturday, you, and Sunday. When you reach the top. True. Four years ago. The top. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we got some movie news and rumors. Yes. Including. Yes. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that again, but it Including worked. some 007 news. Yes. Some Batman news. Some Trekkie news. And some Black Panther news. To name a few things. All that and more. Talk about it next here on the Movie Zone. Remember me. Though I have to say goodbye, remember me. Don't let it make you cry. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. I have to travel far, remember me. Each time you hear a sad guitar. Final segment of the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer with you. Soundtrack of the week once again, Coco, because Pixar Disney's Onward is now at Megaplex Theaters. Go check it out. Seems to be a fun time. Adrian, you enjoyed it? Yes. Onward to the movie theater. Yes. Onward, it's a great movie, a great way to go. I don't know why I keep saying it that way. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Uh, time for some, sure. movie, some movie news and rumors. Uh, teased it before the break. The Batmobile pictures have been leaked. And by leaked, they were purposefully sent out by Matt Reeves. And uh, you remember they had the video that quote-unquote leaked a couple weeks ago of the Batman riding his motorcycle and crashing it yeah, yeah, yeah. along a street, and people were all up in arms about the look of the suit. And people it, need to... F- Whoa, easy. People, easy, Scotty G. People need, need to, to what? Relax. <laughs> uh, well... They're similar. I like they said leaked, but he straight up just posted these on Twitter. <laughs> they're similar uh, out outcry over the uh, Batmobile car that it looks just like a regular muscle car. Well, this is the problem that people are not understanding. This is Batman's beginnings. This is not after he's got all the, the accoutrements. Also, no Batmobile looks the same in any movie. <laughs> And how boring would that be? Remember the one they were driving around in the old days with the giant fins off the back? You want that every time? Uh, That was a really cool car. Christian Bale's Batmobile was just a tank. Yes. Michael Keaton's was the best. Let let people have artistic liberties when they do these things. You nerds, stop getting I'm one of you. I am a nerd. I'm there with you. I'm excited for this movie just because it's the Batman. We got to relax. Let everybody do their thing. Yep. And uh, I'm even now come to the point where I'm going to really give... It cool. It does look... And I'm going to give Robert Pattinson right. a chance. Right. Give everybody a chance. So just... And look, this is... I'm sick and tired of superhero movies. I, I am the leading the front lines of there should be a move by Congress that we can't have any more superhero movies made. Yeah. We've had enough. Yet, this one looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all come back. You always come crawling back. <laughs> Um, Austin Simon Pegg. I like him. Yes, he is. Wait, uh, he's not in trouble, is he? No, he's okay. a guy. I who, like him. <laughs> he's a guy who uh, he's kind of been the main guy behind. <laughs> be funny if you like Simon Pegg. I like him. Has been arrested on <laughs> murder charges. Uh, he uh, has been 
uh, Paramount in the making of the Star Trek movies. Um, they talked about uh, the fact that it's. he said it's lost a lot of momentum going into making the fourth film. And he's saying, uh, here's a quote, uh, the fact is Star Trek movies don't make Marvel movies. They make money, Marvel money. Sorry, they make maybe $500 million at the most. And to make one now on the scale they set themselves as $200 million, you have to make three to four times that to make a profit. So oh. we were talking a little bit about Marvel movies. Is this the future where, where studios are just going to be like, look, you're not bringing in Marvel money. What are we supposed to do with you? Yeah. Which is sad to, if that's kind of the state of things. That could be it. It's all about who brings in what money when. Yeah. That's what that's We what may only be seeing superhero movies in about five years. And then me and Martin Scorsese will just be picketing against it. Right. No Time to Die, 007, Daniel Craig. Uh, great name for a, for a Bond movie. Love I, it. I couldn't believe it hadn't been used before. Yeah. Truthfully. Uh, and we did the thing a while back where we read all the names of the Bond movies. It, that's... I like James Bond movies because they're so campy at times. They're so hokey. They're so cheesy. They're they're the spy thing, and that's kind of why I haven't liked the latest renditions. Is it misses out on the Roger Moore, Sean Connery uh, type of uh, uh, what was the other guy that I'm thinking of? Pierce Brosnan. No, back in the day. Uh, oh. Anyway, the where it's it's a little over the top. Now it's a little too born supremacy for me hmm. but all that being said i will see it i'm excited to see it i'm gonna have to wait to see it it was supposed to come out april 10th now they are claiming that the reason for this move is because of uh coronavirus they have moved the release in the uk to november 12th and in the u.s to november 25th because they're worried about the coronavirus or covid19 happening at this time when they're trying to open this movie mm-hmm. in next month in April. But there are some, of course, Redditors that are claiming that they have seen and heard that there's had to be some rewrites and re-edits done because Daniel Craig threw a fit. I don't know where the truth lies. Probably I in don't. the middle. Probably somewhere in between. Yeah, I've, uh, I've liked these new Bond movies. I haven't liked the attitude that Daniel Craig has had about making the Bond movies. And you know this There's hap- no problem taking the money, right? Th- this happens on Hollywood is um, people jump into franchises not really in the com- not realizing the commitment, you know, and especially like uh, bot- people who play Bond or the people in the Marvel movies who by the end of it they're like I can't believe I still have to play this part, you know, and it's like well dude you signed up for it right, chill you wanted to be and I'm not I'm just throwing this out. He, I don't know anything, but like you wanted to be, you signed up to be Captain America. You think you're just going to move on for getting one movie done? And you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, not that he did, not that Chris Evans did that, but by the end, he seemed like he was over it. Yeah. And so, which I don't blame you as well, but don't get mad about all the money you're getting. Yep, for sure. Um, Austin, though, I got good news for you. If you're worried about the release of No Time to Die being moved back, Top Gun Maverick is being moved up. Really? Yes. From Friday, June 26th, Austin, it's being moved up, announced by Paramount Pictures, that'll be moved up to Wednesday, June 24th. Two days? Yes. Wonder what else is coming out on the 26th that they're afraid to compete with. (laughs) What Disney movie is set to release on Friday the 26th of June? Uh, I'm going to look up movie releases. Movies coming out on June 26th, 2020. You've got Soul. No, that's June 19th. Anyway, 
Well, I would I would make a in the heights. In the heights. That's not it. That's not the reason. Uh, what else we got here? No, nothing. So I don't know. Why, be, the, I don't know why they did that, but yeah, there's oh Garfield. Oh, <laughs> so all right. Uh, and then finally, this Black Panther is trending on social media. And everyone got really excited thinking there was going to be an announcement or a picture yeah, or a cast saw thing too. about Black Panther 2. Uh-huh. No, it's just because it's now available on Disney+, Plus, yeah. which is cool and exciting, but it was kind of a fake out. Yeah, I saw it trending. I was like, oh, a trailer or something. Right. Something. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Nada. Wakanda forever, but no sequel yet. Wakanda, we're waiting forever. Hey. I like what you did there. Thanks. Love Black Panther. I can't wait for the sequel. I I thought it was a, a worthy nominee for Best Picture. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Good job, man. Thanks, man. Good to be back uh, here on the movie zone. Going on five now. What's that? Let's get to five. Let's get to five. We had nine movies that came out this week. If you missed our reviews or previews, rather, check them out at uh, 1280thezone.com or anywhere you get your podcasts, as yes. previously mentioned. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. Our thanks to you for listening. We'll see you next week on the movie zone.